Welcome to the Life Support Podcast with your hosts, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson. A couple of clean comedians here to support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. They'll talk about highs and lows and some traumatizing shows. So get ready, get set, let's go! Welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast, brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Network. I'm your host, June Colson, here with my best friend, Michelle, with one L, Van Dusen. Michelle with one L, I just realized, yeah. I, don't th- I don't think we've ever told them why you only have one L, Michelle. Why? What happened to the other one? Uh, when I became a Christian, it scared the L out of me. What? See, I would laugh. <laughs> I would laugh. I was going to laugh. I was gonna laugh, but we established I'm in our thankful our, that you didn't. Uh-huh. We established in our uh, Thanksgiving episode that you don't laugh at my jokes, Michelle. So there you go. I only laugh at the funny ones. Uh, Tell a funny joke, I'll laugh. Okay, okay, fine. I see. Not every, not all my friends have standards. I'm just saying. So I have one friend with standards. I have one friend with standards. All right. So we've got past Thanksgiving. We no. have chubby bellies. Our, our our tummies are full of turkey, and we're moving on to the season of giving. And I want to show you an amazing gift that I was given. Okay. Okay. All right. You okay. See it. I know yep. how much you love books, and I was given this <gasps> book. No I was given way. this book. Okay, but let me tell you about this book. Sweet. Let me tell you about this book. My cousin, his mm-hmm. um, girlfriend, life partner, much better half, Jenny, was, I guess, I think it was one of her clients, um, was talking about comedy or whatever, and they said, oh, I have a book that, um, that your, you know, your cousin June might like. And they brought her this book. And they were going to mail it to me. And my cousin Mike goes, Jenny, we can't send her that book. Okay. Because the title is The Comic Toolbox, which is nice. Oh, that's so sweet. You got me a comic toolbox. But then the subtitle is How to Be Funny Even When You're Not. (laughs) (laughs) It's the perfect book for you. Yes. Yes. Especially, yeah. Especially since you don't laugh at any of my jokes. It was so funny. He said, He said, when she brought it to me, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then when they realized what the title said, they were like, and, and they've seen me perform more than one time. So when someone (laughs) who's seen you more than once wants to send you a book that um, the main skill is to teach you how to be funny, even when you're not, I I, I feel, I feel like I need to worry, you know, I need to worry a little bit. And then our last episode, when I told a really funny snake joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's you, funny right there. When I told a funny joke, I love how you had to add the word funny yeah, in front of it because yeah. uh, it so was much. hilarious. It was hilarious, Michelle. It was but so it has funny. rolled into um, a challenge, a challenge for you, Michelle. So, so oh, um, are we going to repeat this? Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Here's the deal, Pickles. So Michelle said that if I bought her a snakeskin outfit, she would wear it. And I told her she had to wear it to a mini mall in Tulsa, Oklahoma. She had to walk around and own that thing. And she's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. But y'all, okay. So a little backpedaling happened as soon as we stopped the episode. As soon as it you was over, we could talk. ugly suit. You have you to pick say. a good one. You had to pick one that you would wear. Because Michelle. you know I don't. I wouldn't wear what you're wearing. There's no you way. You accepted the challenge with no extra stipulations. So okay, you fine, can't fine. afterwards 
Okay. Tell me, you know, that it's A, B, C, and D. Uh-uh, nope. You said you'd do it. And if I come up with a snakeskin outfit for you, you have to go to the mall and walk around in it and videotape yourself so we can All right, share But it, I want so. a hat. I want a hat and boots, too. Okay. So, you know. Okay. Well, let's remind people if they want to, you know, reach out to Donate. us. The laughs up at gmail.com. That's our email address. You can reach out to us and we'll let you know how you can donate to the Michelle snakeskin hat, boots, and pants fund so that we can all be entertained. Yeah, the comedy challenge. Shopping challenge? I don't know. What is this? I don't know. I'm always challenged when I shop. We're both challenged when when we shop. They don't make the pants long enough for me. They don't make them short enough for you. It's, um, you know, I don't know how we become so fashionable the way we have. It's just that creativity. Okay, listen. Speaking of fashion, I yeah. see what you did there. I see what you're wearing, Van Dusen. Because I, yeah, I, I told Michelle, I told Michelle, I was throwing on my t-shirt from from my school. Right, I was going to throw on my t-shirt from my school because what? our guest and I actually met in the late '80s, early '90s. Hence my poofy hair. This is kind of what my hair looked like back then. And I threw on the t-shirt to represent the school that we met at. And wow. Michelle goes and puts on. Her t-shirt. What's your mascot? What's the mascot? This is an eagle. Rayma Eagles. A raider could totally destroy an eagle. A raider. I mean, come on. They have swords. They're like pirates. They have horses. Yeah. A raider would take an eagle. Soar way higher. So Mm -hmm. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But what I do know is we have an amazing guest today. That was Claus. um, I have been cheering him on for a long time. So tell us, Michelle, who's on the show today? All right. Our guest today has been doing comedy since the 1990s, I think, right after he met you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been a regular at the Mike Huckabee Show. He's performed comedy in 32 states and a few countries, including Arkansas. Yeah. So let's welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast, Hoss Ridgeway. What's going on? There hey, everybody. Oh my gosh, look, I I have my towel. I'm ready to cheer for Hoss like I did back in middle school. Hoss, Hoss, he's our man. Yes. He can tell a joke like no one can. He's sitting on the bench. Everybody should. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's sitting over here on his can. That's all I could do. There it is. Hoss, Hoss, he's our man because he's sitting on his can. There it is. Now we have it. Go, Hoss. (laughs) Man, Hoss Ridgeway, we're so excited. We're so excited to have you on an episode of the Laugh Support Podcast. And it's like I told a joke and there's silence. I think Austin we have a, he just we nods have a little, agreement. We have a it's little a podcast. Bit of like, you have to you you talk. You can't nod, Hoss. Come on now. You can't, you can't nod. <laughs> That's okay. Right. That's okay. Speak speak right. Use your words. Use talk your words. Way. Okay, so Hoss, you've been doing comedy, uh, like Michelle said, since, you know, not long after we met each other. And I feel like, you know, as you make it to the big time, the big shows that you're doing, as you're you're launching and taking off, I'm pretty sure that any speech that you make when you receive awards is going to be, I got to look back to the beginning and thank my inspiration, June Colson. Is that how it would be? That's right. It, it would, except you know how it is. I... I... I, when I say June, the name that comes out is your maiden name. And I'm like, I got to yes. keep reminding myself, you have a new name. I do. I do. I have a new name. It's June 
Colson. That's right. But when you knew me, I was June Vaughn way back in the day. And um, yeah, so I'll tell you a little bit, Michelle, about Haas and I. So so we went to middle school together and um, Haas moved away because he could. A few people escaped from this town. And so good for Haas, but I didn't. I stuck <laughs> around. And um, several years later, uh, Haas came to film an episode or a, um, a special, a comedy special here in Bowling Green. We got to reconnect, talk, and it was yeah. right about the time that I was getting ready to, um, you know, hit the stage for the first time myself. So as laugh support goes, um, really, Haas has been one of the people who's been uh, laugh support for me from the very beginning. So that that's really cool. But Haas, tell us, as you started comedy... Who are the people who, you know, if anybody comes up top of the mind that maybe was there from the beginning that helped you know that you had a gift and um, and it was time to really do this thing? Oh, we've lost your volume, Haas. Yep. Okay, we're going to just read his lips. He's okay, saying, he said, uh, June is his, fantastic. You are correct. Yeah, he said that and he said that his uh, start way back when was well when... he's laughing right now he's laughing at himself. yeah yeah so we hey can't so hear you Haas. yeah you're muted Haas. yeah oh now he muted himself oh no Again. now I we're back there okay. we go. Okay. all right all right there we go. yeah we're we're pretty sure what you said was june is crazy fantastic and she she helped me too her and michelle but okay but yeah. other yeah. than That's that other than us exactly what it is so who was there for uh, no actually he was at the conference where i kind of got a start in going out and uh he he took me and he's just like man you're really funny and i want to help you and so since i don't know the early 2000s i've i've been uh um he's been like a comedy mentor to me and mm. so i've been to his house writing comedy i've done many shows with him he's he's taken me uh with him when he's done shows with um Tim Hawkins, and so I've got to go backstage, not on stage, but backstage, and and hang out with Tim Hawkins and some, and and they gave me a lot of, um, you know, just Thinkies. tools, and and taught me a whole lot along the way. Mm. And okay, then, yeah, Bob. Uh, most yeah, good. <laughs> so okay, so you cut out just a little bit when you said the name. We heard the, the conversation, but but who Haas said was Bob Smiley. And Bob Smiley right. is a comedian. Is it Texas that he's out of? Yes, Houston. Yeah, out of out of Houston, Texas. Okay, now keep going. Keep talking, Hoss. Yeah, and so now, now uh, fast forward several years, I moved to Indiana uh, two two years ago, and Gutty's Comedy Club opened like a month after I moved here, and so I got to meet up Steve and Dennis at Gutty's and. I told him I really wanted to do like the kind of comedy you see in a club, but clean. And mm -hmm. they've helped me kind of uh, rewrite my church comedy to be more of a club thing. It wasn't anything that needed to be taken out, but you know, at a church you can use a lot of extra words. And yes. they talk so much about writing a joke to have a quick punch over and over again in the club. And so uh, Steve and Dennis have been right there with me. They helped me get into a lot of different really good things. So that's who's yeah. been, you know, Bob Smiley and um, I met Bone Hampton really early in my mm. comedy career. He he was, you know, really encouraging. And then I met um, Mike Williams, Dr. Comedy. Maybe you've heard of him. And, mm -hmm. and uh, he took me to lunch and even wrote some bits for me that I didn't use, but they were, they were good. I just didn't 
uh, I wasn't uh, with it enough when he started helping me to to recognize he'd done something good for me. But that's who's been helping me along the way. Awesome. Awesome. Michelle, you know who uh, Steve and, and Dennis are, don't you? We've talked about them and even interviewed Steve yes. on uh, the podcast, haven't we? Yes. And I said his name wrong. Uh, so you could say yeah. his last name if you don't he mind. Was, he was Steve Riviera, M- Michelle, which he gets that quite often. But she practiced Hoss. She even practiced. What, what's Hoss's last name, Michelle? Is he Ridgie, Ridgie Way or? He... Hey, now. <laughs> you did it, though. You did it. You did it. It's Hoss the Boss. Hey, That's what it is. I've been introduced as Ross Hidgeway I don't know how many times. So <laughs> we'll right? take it. <laughs> so I'd be Voon John. Yeah. Yeah. Vichelle Mandelson. That, yeah, no. that would be great. No, I think that's it just works for her, but not for me. <laughs> well, so you've you also you've had a lot of um uh really great influence, a lot of people with um just just real chops and comedy and and just wonderful people uh to kind of gather around you. Now you talked a little bit about Steve and Dennis helping you tweak what you had basically been, you know, uh, sharing mainly at churches, your gift and said less words. Um, so thinking of that, I'm thinking, uh, is there any other piece of advice or something that, that someone has given you along the way that even to this day, you kind of adhere to that piece of advice? Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of things that stick out. And one of them is, um, you know, say two things like uh, in in his own way i'm gonna make it more um commercial but he say act like you've been there and mm-hmm. act in a way that they want you back and these yeah. are the things that dennis and steve and and bob and others have taught me as well you know like i'm not i'm not there just to be all about me i'm there for the audience and i'm also there they have a business to run I was just talking to Dave the King Wilson today, and he told me a story about a guy that went two minutes over in Vegas, and they got mad at him for two minutes. And mm-hmm. I, you upset it's just two minutes, and he said that cost us thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, wow. In, in gambling at the casino for two minutes, like that's, I mean, and about like if people in the room, how much money they make an hour, and if I go over my time and I disrespect them, then you know. They're not going to be happy about that. And so it's about minding your time, being uh, the kind of person that they want to bring back, you know, being an encourager. Um, Also, that there's room for everybody. Like, I I don't Mm -hmm. need to be in competition with June or anybody else. I I get happy for my friends that do uh, get good shows and good gigs, and I don't don't think, oh, man, it should have been me. Um, Maybe sometimes I think next time it should be me or something. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I could tell you the first time that I did a club was a Gettys Comedy Club. Well, technically I did Zanies before that, but, um, but I remember at at the end of the show, that's, that's one of the things that Haas said to me, Michelle was, um, man, there's room for you, you know, and, and just hearing that from uh, a friend and somebody I respect and, and another comedian, um, and, you know, I don't I, I don't get too much into the, you know, I'm a girl and it's harder for us in comedy and those kind of things. But realistically, it can be more difficult for us when you're, you know, when clubs are typically run by men and you see all these shows, it's guy, 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 guy. And and when, um, you know, when a, a man that you know that you respect says there's room for you, 
then it helps break down that maybe sometimes even just, uh, you know, fictitious thought mm -hmm. in my mind that, you know, that the guys don't want you on the show. You know what I'm saying? That they, they don't want you there. So Haas was definitely, um, it was, it was really awesome. It was really awesome to, to do a show with a childhood friend. Um, he actually invited me back, Michelle, to come back the next time. Um, the first show that I did was with, uh, Robert G Lee there. And then, um, when Haas was headlining, he actually, uh, talked to the guys and, and and had them invite me to come back and feature for him. So nice. that was really, yeah. yeah, really super cool. So, so Haas has definitely been, um, he's been my laugh support, but outside of me as someone who can say that you have been supportive too, has, uh, has anybody been kind of placed in your path that, that you feel like you've got to be the laugh support for, or been able to lift up as they started their journey? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I started going to the open mics at uh, Gutty's uh, in 2019. And, you know, open mics a lot of times are the guys trying to get started. You know, they're in their 20s. Yes. They've only been doing comedy a year or two. And here I was, now I'm 48, and I'm sitting here with all the 20-year-olds doing comedy on a open mic. And I'm just trying to refine jokes I've been telling for since then those guys were in kindergarten, you know. Yes. And, yes. and, uh, and, and it's like, you know, when these guys really hit hard, instead of being like, hey, um, that should be me making them laugh, I go, mm -hmm. I just encourage them. I write tags for their jokes. I, I take notes sometimes if they want me to, and, and they, they we meet to dinner before open mic with several of the guys, and we just kind of, you know, so I, I've got eight or ten young comics here that I just constantly try to pour into and try to encourage and tell them, um, people make a lot of mistakes in comedy, like talking over their laughter or adding mm -hmm. too many punchlines. I know there's a rule of thirds and all that, but when you know, sometimes you, you hit them so hard with one, if you throw in second and third, you, you lose them, you know, or at least mm -hmm. if you do it er too early and you don't wait for them to laugh, you know, and so I'm teaching all that I've learned to a bunch of guys right here. So it's been cool. Yeah. That's really That's awesome. Really good. Now, Michelle, when you started, you started at a club kind of setting like that too, didn't you? Where, um, you know, where the the guy who owned the club was like, you know, great job, just practice. You know, you need time, stage time, that kind of thing. And practice. and even offered you, even offered you stage time early on. Did you, Michelle? Did you develop kind of? Because definitely, Haas at Gutty's, there is a Gutty's like comedy family going on there. Did you yeah. early on establish a family, Michelle, when you start doing comedy? No, um, mm -hmm. because most of the comedians on the South side um, at that time frame, we're talking years ago, most of them were drinkers and druggies and, you know, into mm -hmm. some things that I personally am not into. Yeah. And so it was hard to establish and hang out with that kind of environment. Plus, I had small kids at home. So, mm -hmm. um, when I went the first time, my husband came with me and I said, is this something I'm, I can do? He's like, that's fine. I'm just, I won't be back. I said, okay. So I had his blessing to go. And so, mm -hmm. um, I did end up partnering up with, uh, Susan Dale. So she and I got to hang out with, you know, and, and do things and we got to work yeah. on some stuff. She produced uh, several shows and I was part of that. Um, so my family was Susan. Uh, it was like I had a new sister, but I couldn't stay and hang out because of my family commitment. So yeah. 
Yes yeah. and no. <laughs> so I know later on, though, you did establish a a, a um, comedy family because Michelle is definitely the she's the big sister. She's the mom. She's uh, really neighbor. supporting. <laughs> she's the nosy neighbor. <laughs> she's all I got a piece of advice for that. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah. No, you, you definitely established that family. And and Hoss, you found yours in in, in Gutty's for sure. Um do you, do you think that's important? And if you do, do you have any suggestions for if someone doesn't quite have that yet, maybe how to, how to find those people that you connect with? Yeah, I think you should always surround yourself with people that want you to do better, that cheer you on, mm-hmm. not with people who live in competition. You know, like the comparison mm-hmm. trap will get us, you know, we all kind of do that anyway. We see somebody that got on Comedy Central and we're like, uh, how did you do that? You, you're not me, but that's not on my business, right? I mean, that right. that station 24 hours a day. So when you say there's a room for all of us, I just got to be at the right place at the right time. But, uh, you know, putting people in your life that help you are the people who um, you, you help each other and you're honest. You know, like I, if you came up to me and said, how did that show go? And every time I do, you were fantastic, even if you right. didn't do fantastic, how does that help you? You know, the people I'm with will say, you know, that joke didn't hit like you thought it did. And maybe you should do this or maybe not do that joke or whatever. And and you, you want people who are real, but also encouraging. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I, do you have any advice on taking advice? Because, I, you know, I've been in a lot well, of um, writers rooms mm-hmm. and writers groups and things like that. And, and you know, uh, and, and we, Michelle and I have talked on other episodes. I've, I've been blessed with some of the best of the best in comedy to mentor me, to, you know, um, to help me learn to write and those kind of things. And, you know, I listen and I take it in. But also sometimes it's like, you know, it doesn't, e- apply. E- it doesn't apply, even if it is, you know, one of the best of the best. Sometimes you got to go with your gut instinct, but I'm always uh, respectful to what's being said to me. And you'll, you know, I, I hear a lot of explaining in a lot of our writers groups. There's a lot of explaining rather than just listening and focusing. Do you have any, uh, do you have any thoughts sure. on that? When, when, especially, well, I think all the way across the board, no matter where you are at it, it one thing I've learned about comedy is you constantly grow. It's constant. You're constantly yeah. learning It's You're never there you you know there's always you know more to do but as people are giving advice what what is your advice about advice well i guess my about advice is this that much of advice is given uh um without preparation you know what i mean so that usually it's like a knee-jerk advice it's like i heard a joke and do this and sometimes you're like that doesn't make sense to me you know and mm-hmm. um so you have to kind of take you have to take and, and the old consider the source as well. Like if it's somebody who mm-hmm. encouraging gives you like a constructive criticism, you could take that more than you can from someone who's, Hey, I, uh, who's always on you and always giving you grief and, and never really encouraging. And so I would say, uh, you consider the source. You remember that sometimes it's just, uh, on the whim that people give advice. Mm-hmm. And I guess, if it's not true, let it go. If it's right. um, if it's not beneficial, let it go. It's just it's just one person you can get so caught up. Like when you guys were at the dry bar taping for for me and and Rhonda, and uh, there was this one guy in the middle. He never laughed for all three of us. 
Yeah. Right. His wife yeah. next to him was rolling. Well, I yes. could be so concerned about that one guy in the middle that I don't do well. And it's yes. like, it's just one person, you know? And right. so we don't, when you get advice, it could be like the greatest that you look up to and they give you bad advice because it's yeah. just so quickly given sometimes. So I would say, you know, consider things, thank people. And mm-hmm. if it applies, take it. And if it doesn't, you know, move on. But don't be so full of yourself that that they that you can't take advice like like that. Yeah. And that guy, now Michelle, I <laughs> that guy, we met his wife. Michelle became best friends with that guy's wife on the front row. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Fun. She became best friends. Do you have any backstory? <laughs> well, they, they have to, been to yeah. like all the shows. They they got a, a season pass and they go to all the shows. And um, he just doesn't laugh at a lot of things out loud, but he enjoys all of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they love that it. That makes me she... feel better because I'm sitting there working hard that night going, I'm going to make this guy crack. And I never did. Not one. Yeah, oh, I did. I did. You're welcome. Oh. Yeah. Michelle did <laughs> in the audience, like personally having oh. a conversation with him made him laugh. She did that, you know, because it was just intimate back and forth or whatever. But they, I mean, they told us how much they love comedy. Like I, I, <laughs> I even remember their names, like, and, uh, and the fact that they have, I mean, from day one that they've been filming the dry bar specials, they've been going from day one and they hardly ever miss a show and he loves it. But, but that's the thing too, is, is that you don't get, um, you don't get the backstory. We don't get to know what's going on with somebody in the audience and I know like as our, you know, as our goal, like we want to see everybody laugh, but, but you definitely like, had you just focused completely on him and ignored the, I mean, you, you had an amazing set. You had everybody yeah. rolling in there, but that one right. guy, and, and I've seen that. Have you seen that before where a comedian just can't leave that one person alone? That like everybody else, you lose them because you're, you know, trying to get the laugh out of the one person in the room. Yeah, they go, and I've seen people go in on that one person uh, out loud, like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with you? Why are you not smiling or whatever? And I'm like, that's that's not on, on you or them. It's just some people are not out loud laughers, and I've learned that as well. Like, I've gone into a room where I'm like, I can't hear anybody laughing, and I feel like I must have bombed, and then I sold every shirt that I brought with me because – they loved it. And they're all like, you're the funniest person I've ever said. We, I was like, you should have told your face that, you know, it's like, uh, that would have been nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I remember doing Gettys one time um, early on before the show began, a couple came in and I could hear them arguing with each other. Like I, when I was in the parking lot, they were arguing with each other. And then they came in early before the show started and they had been arguing with each other. Then they came in and then I heard them have a conversation with the owners about how they didn't sell alcohol. They didn't realize that Gettys was dry, right? That they didn't sell alcohol. And so then that set the dude off, you know, or whatever. And they were just like, and they went and sat down. And I mean, they didn't come out of it. He had his back to her. She had his back to him. And they, they were going to stay at this comedy show. By golly, they're staying. But they were furious with each other. And but like I said, we don't know the backstory. I just happened to catch their backstory. So right. so I knew like that that was just a, that was just a couple that I knew like 
you know, if we bring him along, that's great. I really hope I can. But if not, I already know that things were not good, you know, when they walked in the door. But we don't we don't get to know that backstory. Michelle, have you had the stone faced people in your audience before that got your attention? Uh, yes and no. So I just throw Twinkies at him like Tim Hawk. No. <laughs> <laughs> I take a Twinkie. <laughs> Actually, we have Twinkies here in my house. <laughs> Aw, that's cool. That's cool. Well, Hossman, we so appreciate you coming on with us today. Let's talk about where people can find you. Because listen, y'all, Hoss is everywhere. And he's doing big stuff. And uh, and it's and pretty he's awesome. so funny. Yes, and he's so funny. Hey, so let, let's talk about where can where can they find Hoss Ridgeway? Well, I... I'm going to be in uh, Columbus, Indiana on New Year's Eve. I I actually had, like, people wanting me at three different places, and I was like, I'm going to go, like, uh, 30 minutes down the road. So, um, <laughs> but in in March, I'll be out in uh, Fort Worth area with the group called Acapella. I'm going to be their MC and doing comedy on their 40th anniversary uh, oh, thing. Nice. And so um, December 10th, if you're in the area, I'll be – uh, warming up the crowd for Huckabee again. And so lots coming down. I'm going to be in Hawaii next summer. Uh, oh, comedy on a, on a cruise in Hawaii. And it helps my wife and I go for free. And I told my wife, I was like, I promise I'd take you to Hawaii. And she, someone else paid for it. It doesn't count. You know, <laughs> um, she didn't say that. She was happy. But yeah, that's, that's what's coming down. You know, as most of us are just trying to find, you know, a place to, to work right now and and um you know that's that's some up but got a lot on the on the line as they say you know trying to hook those things in so yeah you want to um shout out your social media too yeah um you could go at hostage h-o-s-s-a-g-e that's like uh you've heard of the ice age where you're living in this age right now and then uh same for twitter and then just hostage on Facebook. Also, I have a children's book called mm. Seba and the Worm. You can get that on hossridgeway.com. And uh, it's a story about a bird trading its feathers for worms to a until the snake uh, tries to eat them. And then she gets saved and helped and learns to fly again. It's a really, it's like a self-help book for little children. So Sweet. Sweet. Nice. Well, Hoss, we appreciate you being on here. He's been an awesome guest, hadn't he, Michelle? Yes. Fantastic. He's been a, a awesome guest. A awesome. All right, awesome. so make sure That's it, right there. <laughs> make sure that you uh you go seek him out. Check him out. He's a little bit of everywhere and um and you won't be disappointed. I, I promise you that. Well, y'all, that's gonna be it for this episode of the Laugh Support Podcast. You know that if you want to see our pretty faces, you can um you can check out the podcast on YouTube and on the Creative Motion Network on Roku, which is really cool. And then any place that you get your podcast, you can find us on Amazon, Apple, Audible, Spotify, Player FM, and others. So that's it for this episode of Laugh Support Podcast. As always, Jesus and Junebug loves you. And Michelle, tell them goodbye, Michelle. Little Michelle and the Messiah tell you to take it higher. <laughs> Two episodes in a row! <laughs> We're out of here. All right. Thanks for listening.